Hello everyone, welcome to the first episode of Fanversic. I am your host, Zay, and tonight we will be reading an X-Men fanfic titled The Lost Child, written by Princess of Sparks. It is a 13-part story, and it is also on Wattpad. I will try to link it in the description below so you guys can read it for yourselves. But before we get into the story or into me reading the description, I just wanted to take a few minutes to explain what is fan fiction or what does it stand for. Fan fiction is, or as it's called for sure, fanfic, is where a fan writes about their favorite character from their favorite TV show, book, movie, etc., and posts it either on Wattpad or fanfiction.net or other any other website that allows fanfiction. And at times, they will add their own OCs to, you know kind of have their little own way of recreation but it's mostly the characters from that set that's from their that said tv show or movie that is the main focus most of the time but as we're going to read tonight the the author's oc i believe is the main character of the story as we are about to find out in a couple of minutes so now that you know what fanfiction is, I hope I've answered the question that has been boggling in your mind. If it hasn't, then, well, here's the answer. Um, so let's dive right in and start reading. Let's start off with reading the description of the story. Let's get the show on the road. So let's start off with reading the description of the lost child. Kaylara is a normal 14-year-old girl with a normal life. That is until she discovers she's a mutant. Suddenly, her life gets turned upside down all in one day. She is kicked out of school, scorned by her friends, and her mother leaves her with nothing but a note and a few pictures. Now she must leave her hometown and find a father she never knew about. Running away from a destiny she can't escape. Sounds interesting. I'm already, I'm already hyped up for this book. Whew. All right, let's start off with chapter one. Chapter one. Welcome to my life. Oh, we got an author's note. Author's note. I do not own any Marvel characters. Only Chris, Kalara, Allison, and a few others. This is my first Wattpad, so please comment and tell me what you think. I'm open to any suggestions. Just leave me a comment. Thanks, Blaze. Which I'm guessing is the author? It is an author's note. But then it says Princess of Sparks. Okay, let's just assume Blaze is Princess of Sparks. Alright, let's start off our story. Today, started like any other day. My alarm went off. Ugh. I moaned. Kaylara! My mom yelled from the kitchen. You better get up. You don't want to be late for school. 
Slowly, I got up my warm bed. Oh, girl, I know how that feels. Dragging my feet to the bathroom. I quickly pulled a comb through my thick, dark, brown, curly hair. Watching the clock, I yawned. I yanked on my plaid skirt and white polo shirt. I go to private school. With one last check in the mirror to make sure I'll make sure make sure words are failing me tonight. Uh, oof, let's get through this. To make sure one of my acts of defiance, a light blue streak of hair was showing, and I headed for the kitchen. Never, I never told anyone, but I was born with a blue streak. Somehow, my mom got the school board to let me keep it. Personally, I wish I could have just dyed it so no one knew it existed, but unfortunately, my, not, my mom never let me. My hair earned me enough new things that I began to believe some of them myself. I became accustomed to the certain murmur that always followed me through the halls at school. Grabbing my backpack, I slid down the banister into the, and onto the kitchen floor. How many times do I have to tell you not to slide down the banister? My mom said with a disapproval, with a look of disapproval in her stormy blue eyes. Not trusting myself to speak, I simply glared back, my deep brown eyes filled with anger and annoyance. Mom and I have never been the closest, but today she seemed extra angry with me. I played about everything that happened yesterday and couldn't find a single thing for her to be mad at. Yesterday had just been some old, usual day. You're 14. I will not keep putting up with with your childish acts, she muttered angrily. Eventually, my mom gave up the staring contest and, with a sigh, pushed me, pushed her straight, her straight blonde hair back behind her ear. You better get going. Your ride will be here soon, she said, regaining her composure. With that, she pecked me on the cheek and made and had me a granola bar, and pushed me out the door to wait for my ride. Well, that was weird, I said to myself. I slipped my backpack off my shoulder and set it on the ground with a thud. The air was cold and a thin layer of mist hung around me. Luckily, I grabbed my old worn army jacket before my mom pushed me out the door. I shivered and put it on, sat down on the concrete to wait. I had Told, I had been told multiple times by my mom to throw out the old jacket, but I could never bring myself to do it. It was the only thing I had left of him. I never met my dad, much less knew what he looked like. Excuse me. I tried pestering, pestering, pestering my mom and tell me about him, or at least why I never met him. After two days of constantly asking my mom, Asking, my mom finally broke. Turning around on her heels, she yelled that my father walked out soon after I was born. She told me he was a drunkard and a stupid man, and she never wanted to, never wanted me to mention him again. After that outburst, I never brought up the subject again. Now waiting for my, now waiting for my ride, I let myself slip back into my JV of a happy feeling, but no one yelled at me. And we never had to worry about money.
My daydream was rudely interrupted by a honk of a horn, bringing me back into reality. Reality. With a sigh, I picked up my backpack and headed to the car waiting for me. Allison, my closest friend, greeted me with a bright smile. Her red hair pulled up in a ponytail. Her green eyes glittered excitedly as she began to tell me about, about some new book she was reading. I turned and looked out the window at my small house as we drove away towards the local private school. Watching the landscape outside, I was I have listened to what Allison was saying and completely unaware that today would be the last time I'd be able to call this place home. That was the end of chapter one. Alright, let's move on to chapter two, which is a very well titled School. <clears throat> oh, we have another author's note. Sorry I haven't updated in a while. I've had writer's block, and my teacher won't stop assigning me homework. And unfortunately, that's high school. So too true. So too true. Anyways. Well, on to the story. And don't forget to comment. And that was the end of the author's note. Now let's get into the story. After a short car ride, Allison and I stood in front of Malcolm Prep High School. We walked into the dim gray building, moved quickly to our lockers, trying our best to stay out of everyone's way. Like every morning, <clears throat> like every morning, Allison could get her locker open, so I did it for her. Having having memorized her combination in the beginning of the year, she flashed me a grateful smile and dove into her messy locker to find her algebra book. Look what we have here, I heard someone say, resting against the locker next to me. Get lost, I said, turning to face the one and only Dylan Malcolm. His dad funds the school, so he thinks he's the best. And he always gets, away, always gets special treatment from everyone, except for me. I've been looking for you two all morning, Dylan said with a smirk. Shame, you've been avoiding you all morning. Now if you excuse us, Allison and I are going to be late for algebra. I say grabbing Allison's arms and pulling her in the opposite direction of Dylan. Unfortunately, as I turned around and ran straight into one of Dylan's goons. I think his name was Tom? But I never heard him speak for himself, so I wouldn't know. Under my grip, I felt Alice's hands start to tremble. Alice has always got the worst treatment from everyone, even if it wasn't to her face. You could hear the whispers everywhere. She went, but she couldn't. Alice went deaf when she was five years old. Due to an accident, she fell through the ice and almost drowned. Her brother pulled her out, but died of hypothermia later at the hospital. After that, her parents began to see Allison as the cause of their beloved son's death. They have, they have seen her as a cripple and a waste of space. Because she's deaf, many people stay clear of Allison. When I came to the school, I made sure no one would bully her again, which of course, maybe an outcast as well. 
but I didn't mind. As long as I have love, Allison, I don't need anyone. Now, 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 that's no way to treat your superiors. Especially retards, like you two, Dylan said, gripping my shoulder and pulling me back, slamming me into my locker. I think little Miss Smart now thinks a lesson in respect, he said, coming towards me and Allison. Question. Probably continue with the story. Um, did Dylan pull Kilara into her locker? But how is Allison? Okay, I'm not. Okay, I'm gonna stop questioning. Because I'm reading a fanfic and I forgot. Nothing will ever make sense in a fanfic, even if it's so simple that it would not work in the real world. Back to the story. <clears throat> Dylan's hand firmly formed into a fist before his hand connected with my face. Someone grabbed his hand from behind. He turned around to punch the person who stopped him to find the varsity quarterback, Michael, standing behind him. It's rude to hit a girl, he said, letting go of Dylan's arms. You might want to get to class. Dylan and his goons rushed off in the opposite direction, but not without not without glaring at me first. Michael must have bought me time, but I knew Dylan wasn't going to let us go. Are you okay? Michael asked after the others turned the corner. I proceeded to pick up my books along with Allison. Fine, I said shortly. You're welcome, by the way, he retorted. I never asked for your help in the first place, I said annoyed. Next time I won't, he yelled. As he walked away, Allison got up and stopped him. Signing him thank you with his with her hands. And with a small smile, Michael headed to his next class. Tapping Alice on the shoulder to make sure she was watching me, I asked, Why do you keep using sign language? It's not like you're mute. I know. I know that, but most people think I'm too stupid to talk anyway. It doesn't matter to me, plus I don't want to talk too loud or quiet if I can't hear my own voice. I know you don't mind, but I'd rather be known as the quiet kid than the obnoxious one. She responded quietly. Fine. I say giving up the uh, argument. Come on, I said just with my hand. Time passes. I am the Time Lord. It's nice to meet you, Zay. Oh boy, something tells me we're going to be seeing a lot more of him there are more time passes in this story. Oh, don't tell me more people are going to pop up. Anyways, let's get back to the story. <clears throat> Finally, the bell rang, signaling lunch. I groaned. I was positive Dylan was going to start something to prove that he was better than me. And the more people there, the better. In his eyes, at least. I walked to the cafeteria and swiftly made my way back to the back table where Allison was already waiting for me. I sat down next to her, giving her a half of my lunch, like I usually do every day. She shot me a grateful smile and dug in as if she hadn't eaten since yesterday. yesterday's lunch. Which, of course, she didn't. 
After a few tense moments, I finally dropped my guard and began to eat my own lunch. Uh, oh, excuse me. That was my first mistake. Dylan chose that exact moment to come over and take my lunchbox from me. Hey, I shouted. Give that back. Or what? You'll report me, Dylan said with a laugh. <laughs> he threw my lunchbox down to the ground and deliberately stepped on it. On his way over to confront me. If I were you, I would keep my mouth shut. He snarled at me. Get lost, I said, turning, trying very hard to control my anger. I don't take orders from charity cases. Dylan spat back at me. Well, at least I don't buy my way in. I retorted back, placing my hands on the table. At this point, the entire cafeteria had gone silent. Listen to our argument. You little piece of scum, if you if it weren't for my dad right now, dad's money, you'd be in the gutter with your slutty mother. That rhymed. Nice job, author. One point for a good rhyme. Probably other day in later. He said angrily. Why you? I said, color rising my cheeks. Crystal, Allison whispered. It was too late. Stack of electricity shot through my hands into the metal table, electrifying Dylan. It didn't stop there. Charging every metal table, chair, and look into the lunchroom. The electric charge was so strong, it blew my table sky high. You're, you're one of them. One of those freaks, Dylan said, standing up from where he had fallen from my blow. I stared at my hands in shock. I looked to find the entire cafeteria staring at me. Many of the kids, many of the kids' hair frizzing up due to the amount of electricity that I had let off in my anger. She's one of those good things. Someone yelled across from the cafeteria. We don't want mutants here. Get lost! A number of kids yelled from all different directions. I didn't wait to be told differently. I took off running out of the cafeteria, down the hall, straight to my locker. I quickly threw my locker open, grabbed my dad's jacket, pulled my backpack on over my shoulder, and took off running towards the nearest exit. Before I could get halfway there, I heard pounding feet behind me. Going behind me, I saw a few feet, saw a few of the staff members closing in on me. He in the pack was Henry Malcolm, Dylan's father. Young lady, you get back here right this instant, he yelled at me as he ran. Fat chance, I muttered under my breath. I turned a sharp turn only to run into Michael. Michael, you gotta help me, please. Help you? Yeah, you're right, you mutant scum, he spat trying to grab my arm. I quickly dodged and began to run towards the exit again, tears blurring my vision as I made into the emergency exit. Piercing with all my might, I threw the door open, sending the alarm off, and made my way and made my escape. I kept running until the school was out of sight. Tiredness and fear sitting as I sit down and led to a tree 
pulling my knees up my chest and letting my emotions bubble over. I sat and cried until I ran out of tears. Finally, I pulled myself together and stood up, began, stood up and began to decide my next step. I couldn't go back to school. I would be arrested. Home? I thought inside my head. No. If there's one thing I know about my mom, it was her hate for mutants. But I couldn't live off a notebook and pencils. Could I? Nope. Guess I only had one option. I had to go home. And that is the end of chapter school titled School. I said school twice. Nice job, me. Um, so far, I would say personally, this author, I think, moved too quickly into having her discover that she's a mutant in her powers. Um, but other than that, actually, I will be giving my personal thoughts at the end of the story and what I thought about it. So, so yeah, at the end of each fanfic, I will be doing that. Um, yeah, but so far, the story's good. Uh, I will say it's, it's a little bit rushed. I do hope the author slows down a bit in the future. In the next couple of chapters. In the next couple of chapters. Yeah. Whew. But things got intense. So our girl, Kailara, has spark powers. Nice. Alright. We made it. This is the end of our episode. What? You're not going to read the whole story? No, because that would be crazy and our podcast would be a lot longer than it should have been. Or it should be. Um, so each episode I'll be reading two chapters of a story. Just to make it go a bit quicker, but the episodes will be longer. So I end up with more punishment you end up with me. You guys end up with hearing my lovely, lovely voice and stuttering while I'm reading. So it's a win-win. Anyways, um, I will be posting episodes on Mondays. And if I don't, then I probably have taken a break. And I'll probably let you guys know the day before. Or at least two days before. So you guys won't be surprised. Like, he hasn't uploaded an episode. Where could he have gone? Don't worry. I will let you guys know that. And um, please share this podcast episode or this podcast with your friends on social media. I'll be doing the same and I will also be making a social media um, account for this podcast so you guys can ask questions or request any kind of fan fiction books or books that you can read and I can see what I can, if I can find them or if they are or if I can read them. But other than that, this has this is my first podcast, and I'm really excited for what's ahead in the future. Uh, so yeah, I hope you enjoyed the, this podcast episode. I probably said that more than once, and I'm sorry about the background noises. Um, the way my room setup is right now is just kind of like a little wonky. But hopefully, in the future, that will change as well. Other than that, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. This is the third time I'm saying this because I am very excited. Third time I'm saying that as well. I don't know why I'm counting. Anyways, 
This is your Jose signing off, and I hope to see you on the next episode of Hand Four Stick. See you later, guys. Thank you.